0: You're listening to Revive the World Ministries podcast. Thanks for listening. We hope this message encourages you to be all God created you to be, so that you can impact the world around you with the love and power of God. For more information about us, you can visit our website at revivetheworld.us, or visit us in person each Sunday at ten thirty a.m. and Wednesday at six thirty p.m. We hope to connect with you soon.
1: So I get to do the fun stuff. I get to talk about fruit. Duh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last night, Matt gave a little bit of his testimony. And then this morning, Aaron talked about. Uh, so, I mean, they came from a, a world of, you know, drugs, gangs, and just all the stuff that they got involved in. Um, I found Jesus through a little different route, <laughs> Mine was religion. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. So um and and just the um the dramatic change that comes about when a person gets free. I mean my old self, I mean, you all are nuts. <laughs> You speak in tongues, you lay hands, you fall in the spirit, you're all demonized. <laughs> yeah, I had to had to I had to wear shirts of a certain color, my hair had to be off the collar, my ears, you know, couldn't be down over my ears. Um, if I was speaking, I had to wear a jacket and a tie. I had to at least wear a tie, you know, into the building. You look shocked. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything was control, 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 you know, and then uh, um, my life completely fell apart, my religion did not save me, did not, I mean, it It crashed and burned, it crashed and burned, so um, a few years later, along came a rally, She wants to go to church and she wants to go to Pentecostal church. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is the cavern of the devil. (laughs) And uh, I remember the first time Holy Spirit started touching me, I flipped out. I was worshiping and I, you know, I was one, I never held my hands up, never. You know, just, you never show emotion. There was a period of time, I couldn't remember the last time I'd cried, you know, it just, it was a long period of time. So, I'm praying, because we had like this little prayer meeting, super people that, I mean, I just fell in love with them, um, and so I decided to raise my hand, you know, just raise my hands, you know, in prayer and worship, and my hand started shaking, and I grabbed my hand, I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I mean, from my background, this stuff was bad, you know? And uh, um, so like a year or so later, you know, we're in a service, and I just felt the bubbling of Holy Spirit in me. I mean, you know, this gradual changes. I felt Holy Spirit bubbling up in me, and I started speaking in tongues just a little bit during, during worship. Yeah. And Aureli, this is a really small church. Our church would have been these first three rows with half of them filled. So um, I'm sitting there, you know, real, because I was like, this is so shameful to me, you know. And uh, um, Aureli goes, are you speaking in tongues? <laughs> I had to come out of the closet. So healings, so whatever your route is to Christ, what brought you here today, I mean, if it's far left or far right, it doesn't matter, you know, this is the stuff that God has for all of us. And now we have the complete honor of leading the healing center and uh, seeing miracles is a pretty regular thing for us to see Um, people receiving deliverance, receiving Holy Spirit, receiving comfort from God. Uh, Wow. So I get to talk about fruit. I'm going to go over some testimonies of things that we've seen like in the past year or so um, here at the Healing Center and um, just what we've seen God do. I mean, it is shocking and amazing. And I'll, I'll tell on myself a little bit more. See, this, this, comes, this comes up, um, I mean, my change was gradual from extremely far, far right religious person to where I'm at today, which I consider myself to be quite a weirdo, you know? I mean, if, if God's doing it, if he's moving, and I know it's Holy Spirit, sign me up you know. So I'm going to tell him about when I met you. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. So we get invited to this church um, far north side of Indianapolis. Um, This lady's telling us, you got to hear this guy speak. His name's Tony Costa, you know. Um, He's really good. Please come. So I brought my wife, and by this time, We was in a church that we believed in healing, but I was extremely skeptical, you know. I believed in it, but I didn't see it, just didn't see it. So so Tony had brought a team up on the north side, and uh, um, first thing he does is he starts calling out infirmities, sicknesses, diseases. Does anybody have this? Does anybody have problems with their back? Is anybody having, you know, and these people were standing up you know and before you know it there's this line of people in in front of you know where he was speaking and they're they're receiving healing left and right and I I look over at her and I go this is so fake <laughs> these guys are playing like they're television evangelists and this is all a setup these are all people that he brought with him you know, I, I had I had an answer for everything. You know, yeah, they're acting, yeah. Whoo, so. But I still kept searching. I still kept searching for what, you know, because I wanted, I did want more. I just didn't believe it when I saw it. You know. Advance a year later, I'm in my prayer closet. I'm. I'm praying, you know, God, I know I'm, I'm, I'm reading stuff by Bill Johnson, you know, Chris Volatin, you know, and the kind of out there stuff a little bit, you know, and, and, uh, I'm reading this stuff and I'm like, man, there's gotta be somebody here in Indianapolis that's doing this stuff that believes this stuff. And I got on my knees and I'm praying, you know, and I'm like, God, I know they're here in Indy, show me. And immediately I saw a picture of Tony. And God said, I showed you this guy a year ago, and you scoffed at him. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. Within two days, I had made contact with him. And, um, yeah, that was like a little over five years ago. So uh, praise the Lord. And uh, uh, now, I mean... We we've seen all kinds of stuff, just all kinds of craziness that Holy Spirit does. Um, people's lives changed and turned around. Um, it's been absolutely beautiful. So um, so wow, yeah, I'm I'm getting whacked just standing up here talking to you guys. Whoo, oh, yeah testimonies. So there's this lady that came to a healing conference. Um, I think it was a couple years ago. She came, sort of like you all are here today. And I remember, I believe it was either Friday night or Saturday night. I don't remember which. But somebody had told her to make sure that she got prayer before she left. And Aurelia and I are standing back there in the back that wall back there, by the way, I'm not encouraging this, but that wall is heavily anointed from all the people that has slid down slowly during worship because they got whacked by, yeah, slow descent by, by getting whacked. And some of them have been very quick and rapid. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a, I don't want to say stained with Holy Spirit, but it's soaked so anyway, so Aurelia and I are standing back there, and um, she had rheumatoid arthritis, and and we prayed for her. Just it was ever so briefly because her and her husband were on the way out, and uh, um, she, in that moment that we prayed, she experienced Holy Spirit, and all of her pain left. My grandma had rheumatoid arthritis. It is destructive. All of her pain left, and it hasn't returned. There was, this was a few years ago, um, prior because I was saying that um, this stuff happened within the past year or so, but this was about three or four years ago. There was a, um, a lady, a um, Catholic lady, that came and didn't speak any English. One of her friends had brought her. And we didn't have a clue. I I mean, I didn't know. Um, She was sitting right right around here in the middle, and she was in such pain from head to foot with arthritis. This lady had so much uh, pain that um, she couldn't even work. She made a living by cleaning houses, and she couldn't even work. She had friends that were supporting her and bringing her food regularly. Um, And she also had night sweats. So she she sweated so bad at night that she had to change her clothes three times every night. Compound that with the pain that she was experiencing to change clothes. Oh, my goodness. So she's sitting here, and that day we had a guest speaker. And uh, um, she's sitting there praying for the service to end (laughs) so that somebody could pray for her you know so um she had her friend that came with her she had to have her friend walk with her up to the front because she was unable to walk I mean she was all like this you know brought her up to the front and uh, because she only spoke Spanish Linda and uh, Aureli came up here with her and I I I started uh, ministering to her friend and uh, um Somebody, oh, they brought a chair for her to sit down in because it was just too painful to stand. And uh, somebody said, okay, I think it was you, Linda, wasn't it? Said that, um, okay, God's going to put you to sleep, something like that. And when you wake up, all your pain's going to be gone. And she just fell over. Y'all are weird. She fell over, and when she woke up, all of her pain was gone. This lady stood up and danced <laughs> right here. <clears throat> she danced around so happy. And her and Aurelie built up a friendship. They still communicate to this day because um, she's returned to Mexico. But, I mean, her and Aurelie, I mean, it's like daily, isn't it? Yeah. Um, her, her life had changed. Her life completely changed because of what God had done for her. So this healing thing is important. So we had, moving on with other testimonies, now I'm back to the ones that we've had in the past year or so, that we had a lady that came with um, arthritis symptoms and also anxiety and depression. People that are already anxious, have a little bit of depression maybe and you go and bring in a pandemic and shut down all their churches oh my god what happens yeah so she came in with anxiety and depression we prayed for the anxiety and uh, um, while we had prayed for her for just anxiety she received joy, and all the pain had left. She had, we didn't even know, we just knew she had arthritis, we didn't know where or what, we hadn't got to that point, because she seemed to be talking more about the anxiety and depression than, um, than she did about the arthritis, and uh, um, all of her pain left her hand. She had arthritis in her hand, so... Um, I tell you that one because she was a friend of the lady that we prayed for in the back. Also arthritis. Another thing that we've seen quite a bit of is uh, um, either UTI or kidney stones. Very painful. My mother had UTI for 10 years. She'd been on antibiotics. And uh, um, Hi, Mom. And it would clear up, but as soon as the antibiotics were done, <laughs> I love you, <laughs> the UTI would come back. Ten years. So she came up. My sister was on the prayer team that week, and she, my mom came up for prayer. My sister got to pray for her, and boom, UTI cleared up. She goes back to the doctor, and the doctor told her that was impossible. (laughs) A week later, hopefully I'm getting the story right, Mom. Maybe it was two weeks later, the the feelings um, of the UTI, because she always felt like she had the flu when she had it, plus the burning and all that. So like two weeks later, all these feelings started coming back. She goes to her doctor. She doesn't even tell me. She goes to her doctor, and her doctor tells her, Well, you were already healed once. Just tell it to go. I kid you not. Yeah. She calls me up Joe, what do you think? (laughs) Listen to your doctor. And she hasn't had a problem with it since. So that was four or five years, three or four years ago? Yeah. Whew. Anyway, sorry, getting back to this one lady. She came with UTI and she had possible kidney stones. She also had, if you've ever had kidney stones, they can lay you out on the floor, boom, like that. Extremely painful. Back, neck, hip pain, and PTSD from a childhood trauma. And at the moment that she was here at the healing center, uh, she had pain at a level four. So guess what God did? (laughs) We prayed, and all the pain and the burning was gone instantly. The PTSD that she had experienced was... We looked at her and you could see a noticeable difference in her. She was so much more relaxed and she was so much more at peace. How many of you know that when you call the peace of God upon a person, that it really happens? (laughs) And that's what that lady had experienced. (sighs) Another kidney stone. This lady came, and she had a kidney stone one centimeter. Is that big? That's a pretty good-sized kidney stone. She was diagnosed the day before and was experiencing level 8 pain when she came to the healing center. We always ask people, where's your pain level now? And then after we pray for them, what is your pain level after prayer, that way we've got something to compare to, and as as the pain level is going down, we can, you know, offer thanks and praise to God for it. So we prayed once, and the pain level went down to a level four, and then she experienced the presence of the Holy Spirit, and after that, pain level went to zero, just like that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) People have traveled from, we've had people from out of state come uh, to the healing center to receive prayer. And uh, um, this gentleman had traveled, he traveled from um, uh, West Lafayette. So a little over an hour, maybe or so. So he had problems with his voice strength, and he also had um, shoulder pain due to some back surgery that he had had. Uh, when they had done the back surgery, it was actually through his neck that they did that. And uh, um, so after prayer, all pain in his shoulder was gone. We prayed peace over his voice. I should have, the guy was a singer. Or he loved to sing. I wouldn't. I mean, his occupation wasn't a singer, but he loved to sing. So um, I should have had him sing for us. But anyway, so um, we prayed peace over his voice and family concerns that he had, and he experienced peace, hope, and encouragement, and the shoulder pain was gone. Yeah, that was that was this year in February. Okay, so, I mean, we've seen cancer healed, okay? Um, One I'll give you was about three or four years ago. I'll start out with that, Uh, just showing you that there are no limits on what God can do, okay? Um, Linda brought to us uh, a situation with a lady who is in El Salvador, right? El Salvador? Yeah. Yeah. She was in El Salvador. She had met this lady on a missions trip several years ago. She'd been diagnosed from the doctor with breast cancer. In El Salvador, medical facilities are not quite what they are here. Down there, if you need surgery or you need something from the doctor, if you have to have surgery, you have to bring stuff with you. You have to purchase it and bring it with you. They'll tell you what you need, but you have to purchase these things and bring it with you. She did not have the finances to obtain all the stuff that she needed for for surgery. Um, So this, this lady did not speak English. So Linda, in her awesomeness, after a Wednesday night, gathered about six or seven of us together in a circle. And she goes, I'm going to call this lady, and I want you to pray for her. Okay, yeah, we can do that. So um, Linda called her and explained what was going on, and we're going to have all these people pray for you. And uh, uh, so we're over the phone. Linda said, okay, I want you to put your hand on the spot where the lump is. She says, can you feel it? And she said, yes. She said, all right. So we all started praying one by one. We all prayed. Linda started translating at first, but after, you know, after a while, you know, (laughs) so it's not like the lady understood what we were saying. Okay. So we all prayed for her. And after we got done praying, Linda asked her, how are you feeling? And she said, my breast is very hot. Right? No? Okay. Yes. And uh, uh, she says, can you feel the lump? And she said, no, it's gone. Yeah. And this became doctor confirmed because she went back to the doctor about a month later and had an exam and found out that, the, that the, indeed the cancer was gone. Okay. Over the phone, different language. There is no limitation to what God can do. Now, I introduce you that one to bring you up to this one. This one is good. This lady came. She had uterine cancer, stage four, and she had pretty severe abdominal pain. Abomin- <laughs> abominable, abominable. pain It's yeah, it's pretty much the same. Um, Aurelie and Linda were part of that team that prayed for her. So um, they prayed for her, and after prayer, she had no more pain pain in her abdomen or in her lower back. I remember it was we was right we was right up here. They were right up here. Sometimes, I mean, this is a small building, so when we get overwhelmed with people coming in from the healing center, we start setting up like little. <laughs> little trios stations for people to get prayer. The lady was baptized in Holy Spirit and filled with joy, and she felt so good, she said that she could run home from here. Stage four cancer. She came back to the healing center six months later. She checked with her doctor and found that her cancer had gone from stage four to stage one. She received further prayer that day, and then she came to the church again a few months later. This time it was to a conference, and she sat right over there, right next to you, lady. Sat right there, and she says, hi, do you remember me? And I'm like, no. (laughs) She looked completely different. She looked completely different. She said that... um, that she had gone back to the doctor and her cancer was completely healed. (laughs) Yeah. Whew. Now, as I mentioned, sometimes people, they come and they have... um, It's it's more than um, physical pain that they're dealing with. There's emotional trauma. This gentleman came... It was just this past March. He didn't have any physical pain, but he did have hearing loss and an eating disorder. What he received was an encounter with the Holy Spirit. It was so good, his encounter was, he did not want to leave the prayer room. He was was right in here, sitting in here. Um, Again, Aureli was part of that team. And she said that he was just sitting there with his head back. Yeah. He did not want to leave the prayer room. And then uh, as a team, we allowed him to join it, enjoy his time. And then he said, you guys are very prophetic and to describe my life and called out things that were forgotten for a long time. <laughs> Thank you for all the things that you do. And serving others. And then he returned to the church twice. I mean, people have their own church that they go to. Which, I mean, it's understandable. We don't expect people to come here after they received healing, you know. But him and his wife came. And uh, um, they just wanted to thank us. You know, for what had happened. How their lives had been changed. (sighs) Oh. So, it is incredible. I mean, Aaron told you about miracles that he's seen, and you know his background. I'm telling you things that we've seen, and you know some of my background. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where we come from. God wants to do (laughs) awesome things through all of us. When people come, and like I said, this past year, we've seen so many people come with anxiety, nervousness, depression, stress. We've seen a lot of people come. And how many of you know God wants to see them healed too? Emotional problems, it's all the same to him. It's all, you know, just as much as curing hiccups to him. (laughs) You know, it's all the same. So I'm going to do just like a little exercise quickly with you all to show you how we can help people because there's several tools that we can use to assist people to be able to connect with God so that they can see the same things that we're seeing. When we're speaking out these good things to people, we're just not making it up. I'm just not trying to make you feel good, you know. I'm expressing what God is saying. So, God is all about exchange. You know, He died on the cross for us. He took our sin, you know, so that we could be healed. Isaiah 61 verse 3 is a great exchange scripture. Isaiah 61 Verse 3, talking about when the Messiah comes. He says to console those, this is why he comes, to console console those who mourn in Zion. Right there in exchange. Consolation for mourning. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. It's all about exchange. Where my wife comes from in Guatemala, she said, you never visit somebody without a gift. You always bring something for the host. God never comes to us without wanting to give us something. So if you would, please close your eyes. And continuing with the exercise that we did last night, I want you to see. Picture Jesus in front of you. He's standing in front of you. Let me know when you make the connection. You see his eyes? Can you see his hair? What kind of clothes is he wearing? He wants to tell you something he wants to share something intimate with you what is he saying what is he saying what are the one of those grains of sand that he wants to give you about his thoughts regarding you Now, whatever burden that you have, he wants to take it. I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter. It can be even a sin issue. It, it doesn't matter. Anxiety, depression, a bad habit. I don't care. He's come before you. he wants to just tell you how much he loves you. And you are holding out in front of him the thing that bothers you the most. Can you see him taking it out of your hands? Now, I said that he does, he gives... He gives beauty for ashes, consoling for mourning. So, Jesus has a gift for you. What does the gift look like? Does it have wrapping on it? What color is the paper? What color is the bow? How big is it? Is it heavy? Is it light? Can you see yourself receiving the gift he wants to give you? If you see it, just nod your head. Now, it's like Christmas morning. Open it up. just thank him thank you Jesus thank you my God for loving me so much this is a little exercise that we do with people to help them to see what God says about them what God thinks about them what God has for them and you can do this over and over and over it's always going to be something different it's always going to be something different Because if his thoughts of us are like the grains of sand of the sea, (laughs) that's a lot of sand. (laughs) It's a lot of thoughts. Whenever you're feeling down, a little weighty, anxious, even depressed, see, encounter Jesus. I mean, he already paid for all this stuff. He paid for our worry. He paid for our mistrust. He paid for all the hurt that we've ever experienced. When we walk in emotional healing, it's much easier to walk in physical healing. Yeah. So that's what I have for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my God. And now I want to introduce to you the Batman of the dynamic duo, <laughs> <laughs> Mi esposa Praise
0: God. Well, I bless you. I don't know, no courtesy blessing, I just the blessing of the Lord over you. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I just want to pray for uh, tiredness to go away because after we eat, I will tell you, you're ready to get a up. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I just the things that don't belong in this area right now, I take over in Jesus name. All tiredness must go. and I thank you Jesus for opening ears. Thank you for the hearts are being willing to be open. Thank you for minds to be refreshed. Thank you for Holy Spirit coming down right now. Thank you for opening heaven over every single one. Thank you for great encounter, God. Thank you for uh, paying go away. way, whoever is dealing with sorrows and their hearts, sadness, whatever is trying to steal and get things from you right now. I tell you, you must leave. You don't belong to this kingdom. This is the honor and the one who sealed this, this, the prize over this place is Jesus' name. And Jesus, is Jesus is His name, and uh, He's the one. That's all that matters. This is the, why we are here today. He is the one, and that's the reason why we're here today. If you were coming for another reason, I will tell you. You will find, you will find Jesus today. So, because He's the reason for everything, that we are gathered together and we celebrate Him because His life, His life. He He once died, and we die with Him. And then we got resurrected when he got resurrected. So all our sins are already been gone. And whatever happened yesterday, a few minutes ago, are gone. And he took it. He took it once for all. And sometimes if someone tells you or oh, feel guilty about something, just remind him that, that you don't belong to that place no more. Hell uh, is what the son was saying uh, this morning. Hell lost another one. I'm out. And I don't go back no more. I don't like that place. <laughs> Oh, I don't like that place no more before I was one of those, and I was in that place, and I was really good at it so i want I'm now trying and submitting my heart to God to be good one in this kingdom because I like it better It's bring me happiness, bring me joy, bring me life it's just give give me life that every time I feel sad or something is going on in my head or or something is going with my family something is going on with some of my family because when your family is going through through tough stuff you know you feel like you cannot do anything but if it's a friend you feel like you're a hero you can go over there and run to pray immediately but when it's going about your family it's what you feel like god why Why when it's about my family? No, I'm learning now that when it's about my family, you don't go there. I'm just learning. I I will tell you when it's about my family is when I have to step up and say, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done. Because I don't wrestle with nothing on the air. I don't wrestle with anything. I just come with him and I come and rest with him. And I say, Holy Spirit, I know that you are here. I know that you are there. And I know I can go with you anytime. Let's go, let's do it. Let's pray. Let's go over there. Let's do it. So right now, I will tell you. I don't know if you ever practice this, but I love to do this. So I, I wanna share. I wanna share that with you. When you feel that then our family is going through hard times or something is going on. Sometimes I just lay in a place, and I invite Holy Spirit, and I tell Holy Spirit, let's do it. I see myself walking to if it's over my sister's house. I see myself being in her house. I walk in her room, and I go over there, and I pray for her. I go and pray for my sister. I <laughs> her. Jesus loves you. (laughs) Jesus loves you. I just whispered in her ear, my spirit with the Holy Spirit, because we are one, connected together. And I said, I love you. And she must hear my voice. I will tell you what time she told me. She said, stop praying for me. (laughs) (laughs) She was in a nightclub. And three in the morning, she said, and she was with a lot of friends. She said that she saw me in one corner. She said, I saw you in one corner. Pray for me at that nightclub. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't me. I believe that was Holy Spirit trying to get the picture of myself. And she and then she called me at three in the morning. I'm thinking, oh my God, what happened to her? What happened? And then she said, Stop praying for me. <laughs> And I said, what is going on? I said, are you okay? And she said, yeah, I'm fine. I found Jesus in the nightclub, and I saw you praying over there for me. <laughs> I will tell you, it is crazy, but it's, it's good. And if you believe it, it, it happened. It is happening. Your body can be translated to some, another place if you believe it. What do you believe? If I have a water here, and I open it, and I say, Holy Spirit, I bless this water. Holy, holy one, anointing water. I will tell you that if I drink this water, yes, it is coming. It is coming, and it's getting into me. And then I will tell you one, one story, and this is funny. So I have one friend, and she didn't go to church, and I, I, I went to visit her just from nowhere. And... I am by myself, and I went to her house. So I have this water, and then I have my Bible, and then she's like, oh, you. I I said, yes, me. I just want to come and just, um, can we go out and get get something together? And she said, "Um, no, really. And her husband said, like, it's not a good time to be here. I think they were into a fight or something. And I'm thinking, oh, God. And um, she said, she said, What are you doing with your Bible? You just came out from church. I said, No, I, I have my Bible sometimes. This is my weapon. And she said, What? I said, Yeah. I said, Some people, uh, you know, sometimes I use my, my phone. It's, it's just very quickly. And then I said, I, said, I just blessed this water. And I said, Do you want to drink it? And she said, Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, You know what? I said, when we don't believe the Holy Spirit is in us, we are afraid. We're thinking we have demons in us. So if this one is holy water, you're thinking that you have demons. And the, I, I, I'm telling you, it's just more like, it's what you believe. What do you believe? Do you believe in this water? When you drink this water, you feel that the demons will come out? I said, it's a lie. I know it is holy, and you will be holy because you are holy anyway. You already being holy. You already being Holy. So this water will be, its just will be giving you the peace that you need in your body. And then you will have the peace of God in you because it's already there. But it's just more about what I'm saying with my words, you know. So whatever we do and whatever we say, it is powerful. Depends what we say. If it's negative, it is powerful as well if we say it. So sometimes we need to be careful what we say, you know. And I have done it. I have done it. I have said the wrong things. And and sometimes I feel like Jesus already left me, you know. Like I say the wrong thing, and I feel like, oh, he's gone. No, come back. I need you. (laughs) So anyway. um, Holy water. Yes. I pray for her. She tried to attack me. Oh, no. Yes, she did. And I did, I did, I, I would just whisper to her and I said, um, just be bound in Jesus' name. You don't belong to this lady. You must go now. She sat down and she was so quiet. She didn't say anything. And her husband was like, What happened? I said she's blessed and she's receiving Holy Spirit right now. Wow. And I, I will tell you, I mean at that time I didn't know I didn't know my identity very well. And I will tell you, my legs were shaking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I didn't show it. Nobody knew that my legs were shaking. You know, but I knew that she was not, I mean it wasn't her. I know that she was being oppressed by something that she was believing. She was in pain. She was believing in something that someone told her, and I'm telling you about in whispers. Some whispers can be very powerful if we allow something to tell tells us something negative. So we need we need to abide. We need to abide in in worship. I will tell you if we feel like we're being oppressed, somehow, doesn't matter. I will tell you. What is my injection? What is my vaccine for this body? I just worship God. I just worship because there is no demon can stand in the presence of God. That's all. I will tell you. I can feel it right now. I mean, my heart gets so excited with the Holy Spirit. He's the only one. He's the only one. And I will tell you, I mean, as the song was saying, as Sarah was singing, there is no rival for Jesus. Jesus there is no one who is equal to Jesus, no one. When, was, when in heaven, and there were a, the fight with the angels, it's a fight with the angels and the enemy. Lucifer, he was in charge to be, he was a worshiper in heaven, okay? So I just want to describe this real quick. We talk so much about heaven, and I just want to explain a little bit here. In heaven, uh, Revelation, Revelation 12, 7, talks about when the enemy is fighting with Michael. He got kicked out by Michael. Even Michael is not equal to Lucifer. Even Michael, who is the angel in heaven, is not equal because he kicked out the enemy, and he came to this earth so guess what now now we are the worshipers we are the worshipers and God creates us as his image and so now what now we worship God we are the worshiper here in this earth so God is in Torah heaven right second heaven is where all the bottle and the spiritual realm is and we are in first heaven. We as a first heaven here and being in, her, in first heaven is we have the opportunity to worship God. There is no other place. When, you, we, when we go in third heaven, you know, we want to be over there and we want to be having fun. There is no sickness, no sickness, no diseases. It's nothing that bothers us. Nothing is no divorce. It's no causing anything, no pain, no sorrow. There is nothing. Here we have the opportunity just to partner with God and saying yes to him because all his will is yes, and it's good. Everything is good, not only good. He said, so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is so good. So uh, I will give you some scriptures because I know I've been learning about this too. Then Sometimes we feel like um, being in church too long, sometimes we need to have scriptures done. and uh, So to make it more formal... And we wanna make it up and we will say, What well, Jesus here? I will give you Isaiah 55, and it's an invitation to the thirsty. Yeah. 55 one, come. Come, all oh, you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come. Buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is no bread? And you labor on what doesn't satisfy. Listen, listen to me. And eat what is good. And you will delight in the riches of fair. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promise to David. See, I have made him a witness to the people, to the peoples. I, a ruler and commander of the people. Surely you will summon nations you know not. And nations you don't know will come running to you because of the Lord your God. The Holy One of Israel. For he has endowed you with a splendor. You, you, you can put your name in there. You, Tony, you, Linda. You are full with his splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and their unrighteousness. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are your (laughs) thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it, we saw weathering, watering the earth and making it bad and flourish so that it yields seeds for, for the sour and bread for the eater. So it's my word that goes out from my mouth and will not return to me empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. You will go out in joy and be led for the people in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you. And all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Woo! I love that. Instead of the tarbush, will grow the juniper. And instead of the brier, the mural will grow. This will be for the Lord, renowned, on un- everlasting sign that will endure forever. So every prayer you do and you say, it go up. And that's what he said. It doesn't return without having answered. It will happen. It will happen. Doesn't matter what happened yesterday. and You feel that you didn't do it yesterday. Still today, because he's out of time. We know. All, we all know that he's out of time. We feel that we are. We know that we are on time, but he's not. So, doesn't matter. We're still doing it today. We're still doing it in the last minute. Jesus did it, even in the last minute, what he said to the bugler he, like, he was just extending his arm, and he's in the last minute. And, he's, and the other was saying to him, remember me when you are in, in paradise. And he said, in the last minute, is the last breath of life, the last one. Yeah. Yeah. He said, you are with me already in the paradise. It's how beautiful Jesus is. So n- never, it's late to just come close to him. This training here is for you to know when you go to the store, you have the opportunity to just reach out someone and cross that chicken line. Yes. You don't want to lose a feather there, but a, a feather can come down from heaven, I will tell you. Jesus just wants someone to say, partner with me, because I know he need. he don't need us. I know that. He's just looking for someone to say, I'm willing. I want to. Someone in the hospital, you cannot go over there and pray for her. You can have the Holy Spirit. And let's do it, Holy Spirit. Let's go over there. Let's pray and release your blessings. Let's do it. Start learning to do things. We need to do things different because sometimes we put God in one box and the box needs to be broken and we need to get the tape away or need to be just something has to happen with that box because you know what? I will tell you that the world there needs someone to reach out. We're... We were, I invited last time, but uh, being in a pride festival, all these people are hungry for God. People who are rejected by their own family. <laughs> they open their heart and they don't know what to do. They feel they're confused by identities. And they express their love to their mother. Instead, they kick them out from the house. They kick them out from their heart. And sometimes we are Christian, and we do that. And those people are looking for something out there. They are looking for something weird because they feel weird. I'm sorry. I will tell you, uh, if I cry, I say, oh, I don't want to be weak. (laughs) It's another lie than I used to believe because it's okay to cry. It is okay to cry. The more we cry, I will tell you I'm not really a nice person who give Kleenex away because I will let people to cry all you want because something needs to be released and something needs to be brought off inside and cry all you want. Just cry all you want. I'm not a nice person in giving you Kleenex. I will tell you, when you're done, I think you will ask for one. <laughs> you know then 80% 80% of people they prefer to die instead to be in front of here just talking yeah. and just being vulnerable and talking and open their heart and ripping their heart and saying this is who is me i passed that i didn't die thank you jesus <laughs> If I die, you know what? I don't think I will come back. I don't think so. Even though everybody can be praying. Sarah, you can be praying for me. I don't think even all that beautiful street over there. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, people. I love you from far away. When you have Jesus, you have joy. I used to be a bitter person. I used to be angry about everything. I used to feel like everybody owes me something. That kind of attitude. (laughs) That was my victim mentality. I thank God that He took me out from there. I create my own hell and my past. And I didn't think that God existed. Now I will tell you one thing. This is the highest truth. God is good. You like it or not. <laughs> God is still on his throne. You like it or not. So many times we have prayed for people to resurrect them, and I do believe that people don't want to come back. I'm sorry, I do believe that too. Because when you are in the beauty of God and you have the splendor over you, and you are holding hands with Jesus, I don't think nobody wants to come back. (laughs) But if it's my husband, I will tell you, I will resurrect him. And I will go to heaven. I will tell God, you bring him back. <laughs> I love that man. and <laughs> I don't want to lose him. <laughs> You feel bitter, you feel angry. I don't want to put you on the spot and saying lift your hands up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think that it's, it's time to let it go. It's been this pandemic and all this thing going on, it's been too much and being stolen. Wrong us too much and I will tell you Then we're going to be in agreement today all together if you have COVID and you feel sick you feel that your legs hurt you feel that your heart hurt you feel that anything I will tell you who told you that yeah. who told you that you feel that you're being angry because you lost someone I'm so sorry for your loss I'm so sorry time for us to stand up. Churches need to be open. We need to stand up for this kingdom. God is real and God is truth. He is truth. Don't waste your life. Don't waste your life being angry and being bitter and don't have no joy in your house and just... Don't do that. I did it for too long. I did it for too many years. And I tried to get my husband with me. Because when you are not happy at home, you want to get everybody in the same spot. Don't do that. It's time to break the cycle. And allow the enemy to be playing with us like a ball. Left and right, left and right. (laughs) Don't you know who you are? I have two minutes. I don't know. I think God, because he's out of time, he works then the two minutes. (laughs) 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 Body, soul, and spirit. This body, if it doesn't wanna worship if it doesn't wanna worship God, I tell my soul, you must worship God. I command my body, you must to be submitted at the name of Jesus. I do it for myself. I'm angry, I'm upset. You must be submitted in the name of Jesus because you're holy. You are sacred. I picture Jesus in front of me. And I say, bitter. I'm giving it to the hands of Jesus. Angry. I picture Jesus in front of me. And I give it to him in his hands. I do that. And you constantly keep doing it until one day you don't have to be doing that no more. When I do that, I do the exchange, how my husband was saying, I do the exchange and I tell him, Jesus, I'm upset. This is my upsetness. I'm giving it to you. What do you have in exchange? I have abundance joy for you. And then I keep it. I don't brush it. I just keep it in my heart. And I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thing think it doesn't work out. Disappointment with a friend, disappointment with things, rejection. Now you want to hug people and they don't let you to hug them. You have to pass over rejection because we are not rejected no more. We are sons and daughters and we have a father who is in heaven and we are seated. We are co-seated with him now. That is in the spirit. If you believe now, your spirit is right there. If you close your eyes right now, you see yourself in the spirit because it's your spirit. That's what I was saying: body, soul, and spirit. Body is the one who worship here, and we have the opportunity. And this, this is this is first heaven. Body worship God. You're like or right now. You body worship God. Soul it is all the pain and all the sorrow and all the fight, everything going on with with angels and enemy going on and trying to steal our joy, trying to steal our, like we're giving the sickness away and everybody's just fighting. We don't see it. We don't see what is going on in the spiritual realm because God is doing it. And all the angels who are being assigned for every single person is the one who fight for us. We, we don't, we don't see what God, or we don't see the background, what is going on behind the scenes, what God is doing for us. Someone had an accident yesterday and didn't die. You know why? An angel was there. An angel was there, signed to that person to protect that person. So it's, it is true. And I will tell you, I will give you some scriptures so you can just check it out later because I don't have enough time. So you guys can, so just to go through. So I will tell you, 1 Corinthians 6.19, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And and then say, have you forgotten that your body is sacred? Body, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body don't belong to you no more. Doesn't belong to yourself anymore. Belong to the Holy Spirit because Jesus already paid the price and he brought you back to him. Isaiah 55. Grace over grace. Number five, means grace. Grace over grace. You can go there; it's so beautiful. Three points: how to rest, abiding His presence. You don't have to work hard; just abiding His presence, perseverance, and just wait for Him. Just wait. Proverbs seventeen twenty-two cheerful heart is a good medicine but a crushed spirit right up the bones so please be cheerful, heart be happy, be joyful. You're giving and you're adding years over your life because you're happy when you are bringing the medicine that God is giving and releasing from heaven. So don't get bitterness to just crush your bones, crush your soul, crush your spirit, and bring sickness over your body. Don't allow that. It's time to stand up and say no more to sickness. Everything is depending on what we are believing. Believe it in God is good. Believed in God is good because He is good. And you say to yourself, I like it or don't like it, still good, and He is good, and He will be good forever and ever. Today, to, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He said in Hebrews, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So it is really good to just remember that. And just keep it up. Ephesians 2 4. Two, four, five, and six. We are seated with with Him, with Jesus. We are seated in heavenly places. So your spirit, when you are in worship, when you are in worship in your church. See yourself and allow your spirit to go to heaven because you are already seated with him and see yourself, then you are walking on the street of gold with him, holding hands with Jesus and have fun. That's why we laugh, that's why we cry, that's what we have encountered with Jesus. Because our we are allowing our spirit to go over there, and then our body here has to be submitted. Romans 8:34. Who if who is left to condemn you? <laughs> who, con- who condemns us? So Romans 8, 38 and 39. Is a, I live with the confidence that nobody can separate us from the love of God. No one. No one. Even the enemy can go back and forth and he still can be. doesn't matter where he wants to be. doesn't matter. No one can separate us. Even our attitude, nobody can separate us from the love of God. No one. Your life was given to Jesus. That's it. It's sealed. Sealed, pure, and holy, sacred, holy body. And that's the place where the Holy Spirit wants to abide. Everything in the kingdom of God is about faith. Everything is about faith. Do you believe? Yes, it's about faith. We have to believe If you believe, then you will have a good night. You're going to have a good sleep and good rest tonight. It will happen. If you have nightmares for anyhow, give those nightmares to Jesus and tell Jesus, thank you for the peace for tonight and every day until one day you will have good dreams until every day that when you believe already, if you believe it right now, I will tell you, if you believe now, it's going to start happening. Right. Because everything is about faith. So start doing exercises with our faith. It's just everything is about exercise. Hebrews 11.1 1. Now faith is the confidence what we hope for and the assurance about what we don't see is the assurance of what thing we don't see, but it's there. God created the whole world from nothing. He created man from dust. He got He got us from the rib. So guess what? Women are powerful, too. Not only came out from dust, but they also have a rib. So we have double portion. We have a double portion, women. Stand up. You probably right now doesn't make no sense, but you I will tell you later. We'll be you will be laughing your head off. Like <laughs> yes. Yes. So and you can uh check over Matthew 18, 20, 21 Talks about unlimited forgiveness. And not only is about seven times, but it's seven times seven. So it's doesn't have, I mean, keep counting, counting, and counting, never gonna get that. You know what? If you've been hurt in your church, it's time to let it go and say, God bless them. Amen. Yes, that call maturity in God. It's time for us to be mature in, in Jesus because He is the one who is teaching us, He is our model, and we need to look at Him. We need to keep our eyes locked. Eyes to eyes, and I always do when and I'm in front, or like I'm looking for Jesus, I always see him, and I always see like he's rubbing his nose to my nose to remind me he is my model, he is my king, he's my papa, he's my friend, he's everything, he's my Lord. So I thank you, Jesus. I just want to invite you to just close your eyes for a second. I know, just one more minute. I just want to invite you just to close your eyes and picture your spirit to be in heaven. Thank you. Just see beautiful street, beautiful just have this view of big rivers, crystal waters just running. you can hear this sound of water. You will see Jesus in there in some place. you will find the Father in some place. I see that he will be holding you here, your hand. He will hold in your hand. I see you like a little child. I see that he was playing with some, and I see that others are just, are just just playing with him, just playing into the water. I see others just walking. they just, just looking at the beauty of how heaven is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. He's whispering to your ear and saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. You are my dear. You're my sweet. You're my sweet child. I'm so sorry that things happened in the past. I'm so sorry. Of your lost, I'm so sorry for your things. I'm sorry for things that you think that I was not there for you. I'm so sorry. I feel like he's saying, I just want you to open your arms because I want to hug you. I want to love you. I've been there with you even though you didn't see me or even though you didn't feel that I was there. I'm gonna tell you and remind you that you're being protected and you're always gonna be protected. I'm not leaving you, I'm not forsaking you. You're always gonna be always gonna be protected. Thank you, Jesus, for your peace coming right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the joy, unlimited joy. Thank you for the bread. Thank you for your fresh love, Holy Spirit. Just whispering. I love you. I love you. I love you. Just peace. 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 Coming down from heaven, right? You are a good father, you are a good mama, (laughs) you are the best, you are the best. You are my sweet daughter, you are my princess. Arriving back to earth right now, coming back to right now. You're coming back to earth, coming back to earth, (laughs) coming back from heaven, arriving right now to the earth. Thank you, Jesus, for a wonderful trip. (laughs) I love you, Holy Spirit. You're amazing. (laughs) I'm so sorry. God bless you. Thank you so much. It was fun. If you think it was fun, you just tell someone it was fun. <laughs> if that was a new experience for you, I will tell you and encourage you, you can do it anytime. It's so beautiful. Thank you, Jesus. And 6 o'clock, you, you're going to get another ride at 6 o'clock. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much. That was amazing to be here with you guys and sharing a little bit of what Jesus has been doing in our life.